Jane James. James is not with us today, but I have a very special guest, one of my longtime friends from Salve Regina University, all the way in Newport, Rhode Island. We went to school together. She was in a year behind me, right? You were a junior when I was yeah. a senior. We met. Yeah. We can go down that path for sure. But I would love, love to introduce my my friend here who uh, has a great thing going on in her personal life that I'd love to share with all the listeners. So for all you husbands that listen and want to hear sports, we're really not going to go down that path too much today. There might be some overlying uh, subjects that that we talk about with our kids or whatever. But uh, the main concept is, hey, husbands, tell your wives. This is a great lady that I'm going to be introducing here, Rachel Amaranti. She's got a great project happening. I'll let her take the mic for a second and just kind of see how she's doing, check in on her and what's going on, Rachel? Yeah, where are you hi. at right now? Where are you Where are you today? Where are where you? Where am I physically today? Physically. I'm, sitting in, I'm sitting in our screened in porch. I've locked our nine month old puppy inside so she can't bark or try to play with me. Um, I have four little boys. Ages three, eight, nine, and ten. My three-year-olds at Montessori, and my boys are in person at school, which is wow, glorious. Yeah, and my husband, who is one of Jay's great friends as well, yes. he's um, in the office in the other room, which no probably way sh- probably should end very soon. Yeah, for the you know sanctity of our marriage, I feel like we need to separate <laughs> a little. <laughs> yeah, tap him on the shoulder. We could bring him on to the show. I know. I, he did say he was like, I'm gonna come say hi. I'm like, no, you're not. This is my thing. Like, <laughs> no, buzz off. You can have your own time. Yeah, but he, yeah, he, so he's always welcome to come on at, at some point. I know. Point, but, uh, I know. This is not have, for you, Chris. Yeah, you would have far other things to chat about, I feel like. So I, you know, have quarantined myself in this space with alone. So quarantine yeah. quarantine. I know. <laughs> Actually, yeah, we're not really not in either. that anymore. I know. I was like, I think so. I'll be moving on. No, on? but you you want to go further into isolation and stay yeah, your screen yeah. in board. Maybe I, maybe I should call it isolation instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, um, I'm loving being here. I'm so grateful to be able to chat with you, kind of face to face. Um, and and yeah, so I have four little boys, and we are in we live live in the Midwest, and I started this project um, called the Awakening Motherhood Project maybe six months ago after um, spending four years building and starting a very successful online business. And I kind of felt like after a while, there was something that didn't quite feel right in that space for my family, for me personally, creatively, what have you. And especially in the last year, I think all of us can attest to our realities coming out and our honesty coming out, um, good and the bad. And I felt that in our family, that there was this space of like, holy shit, I need to like back up a minute and really think about what I'm doing and really be mindful about what I am spending my time doing, what I am teaching my kids. Um, and there was, and I know that every, you know, mother or father otherwise can speak to like, there was a lot of life lessons that we had to teach our kids in 2020, like a lot of them. And um, we weren't really prepared for like for any of that. So, um, so yeah, this, I am sharing via um, it's a newsletter based platform right now. And you can um, follow along on my newsletter using the link. There's a link in my Instagram bio. It's awakening.motherhood.project. And I share the imperfections of motherhood and parenting and the no bullshit, honest reality 
that is real. And I think that needs to be talked about a lot more. So that's something what I'm that we, we, we always joked about in college. The struggle is real. <laughs> yes. We, I mean, we, we, yeah. we actually knew somebody who, right. who fit the profile. Of yeah. That, but, uh, yeah. For the struggle sure. is real. And, and you're kind of bringing that to say, yeah, this is hard work. Let, yeah. And I honest. think that's, I think that social media is starting to become a little bit more real, but I feel like there is still this stigma with social media of, and it's not even just celebrity. It's everyday, everyday mothers are, putting on their best and showing their kids in their matching outfits and their Christmas card profiles. And I'm like, hold up. Oh, that ain't, that's not what happened in the background. I had to bribe no. my, had to bribe my child with five brownies to stand there for that picture or, Oh, whoops. My kid had chocolate on his pants during all of those, you know, situations. And I just feel like I wish I would have known that stuff as a young woman or in a young parent that, um, I just, it's just the, the reality and sharing the reality of that, I feel like is so important. And I want to add to that voice that we're not alone. So yeah, life is, life is jagged edges. So yeah. It's and not, change. It's not, it's not smooth and always perfection of what a, a right. frame of a picture can right. tell you. And For that's sure. like you said, social media really helps show that better light. But in the, re yeah. in the real world, it's kind of like, yeah, what got you to that point? Cause same thing. We, you know, Jackie and I took the kids to a nice family photo, but man, it, what should have only taken about 10 photos, oh, 30 minute session was all, all every second of that. And the patience of the parents are like, we're sitting there like, Oh man, I know. this is crazy. But the photographer, they're always great. Like they're always like super yeah. professional and like knowing what to do and how we're just sitting there like cringe moment. You know, I know. Like, and, and look, I mean, here's the thing, like those, we have those family photos too, that are beautiful and everything, you know, the landscape is perfect. We're all dressed to the nines. And that, that's great. And that's amazing. But there needs to be a balance of like, hey, here's what's going on in the background. Here's what it actually takes to do that. Here's what it actually means to be up all night with a newborn. Here's what it means to, you know, um, get our kids to seven different sports on one night. Like here, here's the actual reality of it. So like, let's share some of that stuff yeah. too. So the real, the real stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah I, exactly. Yeah. You know, and the thing was like Jackie along, you know, has been following you and kind of your adventures and what you've done. Obviously she's yeah. uh, always, always keen to what's going on, even when it was just your platform with the kids yeah. and what they're up to normal. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, and now you have this outlet, which is super cool. And that's why I was like, you know what, let's have a show. And it was, it was, it was literally a, a an adaptation of like, Hey, it's mother's day coming, coming up. Well, yeah. that was two weeks ago. But I was kind of like thinking, Hey, you know, I, I'd love to have Rachel on. She's got this thing going on. Cause I mean, you look around all, all of our friends from college or whatever, it's like people have stuff going on, but some yeah. people just go to work and go home. Like yeah. what I did during COVID was I started a podcast back in July and or yeah. in August. And I was just like, whatever, I'm just bored. And I just want to be able to talk sports about, you know, to yeah. somebody. And, yeah. and, and this came, this came a bit you know, to be. So. Yeah. And that's the thing. That's the thing too, is like, it's not just about sharing this information, but it's also sharing the ability to transition in our lives. And that's okay that one route of success might've worked for a little while, but we all change and our family dynamics change and our children change and our relationships and marriages change. And so being okay with the reality that so can our lives and we can take on these different things and let's judge each other a lot less Oh yeah. for those choices that we make. As long as we're working hard and like we're being good people, then like mind your own fucking business. You know, and mm -hmm. 
support each other in these kind in these kinds of things. And whether or not you and I are, you know, talking about the same thing on different platforms, I feel like we can always have a long, good conversation. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, let's let's go back. How long is it? <laughs> yes, been now? let's. Fifteen mm. years. Yeah, something it's like 15 that. Fifteen years ago. Yeah, I know. So <laughs> it was the. I graduated in 05, you 06, correct? Yeah, yep, yep. So in 05, we, you know, me, uh, my friend Chris, and my friend Andy, we got a house together. And the year prior to that, obviously, you mentioned before, Chris, your husband, yeah. was my roommate in on Ann Street. Mm -hmm. We went to school at Salve Regina University, Newport, Rhode Island. So for, you know, some of you listeners, you, you might know that. Uh, a lot of New England people listen, so I'm sure if you've been to Newport, yes, we we used to gallivant around Newport yeah, uh, all hours of the so day. Good. Can and... we just can we just like forget everything we're talking about and just go there again and just like take a few months and go back? Because I would really enjoy that a lot. Yeah, could you survive it though? No, I, I was gonna I, say I, me, I might not ever <laughs> be able to go back to reality. But oh, I, I'm I'm a hundred percent on board for that. You know, to, you know, everyone's got families and kids and young ones that you know. Now that COVID is everything's know, getting right? less restricted. I know. Let's getting a, a a beach house with all of us. I mean, why 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 shouldn't we? Now that we all have we talk about that. Around. Yeah, I know. Chris and I talk about that all the time. Um, but yeah, anyways, you're the back, you're the guys that have the biggest commitment. The I know we do. And we're the furthest away right yeah, now. Most kids and, and uh, the farthest away. Always. If you, so if children. you guys are like, yeah, let's do it. Then it's like, it's kind of, yeah. it is on you guys. Cause it's kind of like, yeah, we we're need, all we, we have like to do is drive seven bedrooms. Like you know, I have, you know, a thousands of children. So yeah. Yeah, and make sure it's or we just go to our Ann Street house and live oh, in the, God, in, no. in just, uh, you know what? I think filth. about those. I think about those houses. Sometimes I'm like one that winter that we were on Grafton that, our door, like our front door to our <laughs> house, it wouldn't close. It froze open. And I'm like, there was four 19, 20-year-old, whatever we were, young girls living in that house. And the door was frozen open all her long. I'm like, my parents must, like, thank God they didn't know, like, 80% of what's happening. And now I look, I'm like, oh, my God, how, I'm gonna, how am I going to do that when my boys go? Yeah. God. Yeah, you know, and then I always remembered our street on or our house on Grafton, right next door. Yeah. Uh, never had heat. No, <laughs> we, we we had heat. We filled that oil tank maybe twice all season long, oh and we were just uh, and we'd always let it run out, and we'd have to prime it. It would cost so much money. I'm surprised that the, I'm surprised that some of those houses are still standing. Like a few of them that we, that I lived in, I I don't know how they are still built. So yeah. uh, Swick had a letter that he kept from our landlord about how when we left yeah. and we were almost getting brought to court because oh uh, that that house, I don't know how it was still standing. And it's yeah. funny. I still drive by it every time I go to Newport, yeah. which is probably once a year. Yeah. Um, I drive by the houses and yeah. it's still there. Our houses are still there. You know, not, not a lot has changed. So, yeah. Yeah, I, know. I remember parking being terrible. Uh, snow when it did fall was awful. Uh, school was great. We were in a great location. The IA was right up the oh, street. Uh, you know. Yeah, and, I know. Uh, and then we had that big park at the or, you know, football field size at the end of the street. Yeah. Yeah. Which overlooked the ocean and and the. Yeah, uh, I know. I know. And I mean, so really, so our house was a little rickety, but like we <laughs> literally lived on the water. I did can't. You do you did yeah. you think you appreciated where you were at the time? Because I, I don't believe I, so. 
Me. Uh, see, but I had a little bit of a different experience than all you, you know, all you East Coasters because I came from Minnesota. So when I came to visit, I, you know, before, you know, I even it was accepted, I think I loved the architecture, the history, the ocean, because I like, I'm not, I'm by the ocean at all. No. Um, no. Growing up. So yeah, I think I appreciate it. Do, do I appreciate it differently now? Of course I do. But you know. I, yeah, I, think, I definitely appreciated being on the water. Yeah. I think in the moment when there was those opportunities to actually go do something yeah. and you were, you know, not you or me or, but just I could see general, myself yeah. saying, no, I just want to stay on the couch or I had a rough night or whatever. And, and didn't actually go. I know, but it was, a t- it was the time of our, it was the time of our lives to like do nothing. Oh, we afternoon. we still got it in. I mean, I I, <laughs> I think we just needed to recover too at the same time. As uh, I mean, yeah, for sure. how many there was many nights or many actually days into the next day where everyone you guys would come over, tons of blankets because the heat wasn't on. Oh, <laughs> we would yeah. we would yeah. put a movie on the on the big yeah. screen and those uh, disgusting sandwiches from that. I'm I don't know if it's still there. I just can't imagine eating them now, but. Like I, it was just hangover food, like massive amounts of hangover food, and then we would do it all over again. Oh, the yeah, next we, night, <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, and it, it was there was just a that's just what we did again. Looking back, as like I could never do that again. Like yeah, even if I go on a week, I can't handle vacation. one night. Yeah, I can't handle yeah. one night and function as a mother of four children the next day. I'm like, this is not worth it. I don't know. We're getting very old. I feel like. I know, isn't that? You're far closer to forty than I am, though, because you're on Are. the old end too. Yeah, I'll be. Well, I'm turning thirty nine in a month. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, a couple. I only of got one more year to hang on. End. So I know, I know. Yeah, but I'm, so I'm, ex- I'm excited. <laughs> you are. Looking forward to being 40? Yeah, I think uh, I think I'm going to crush my 40s. 30s was like this really weird decade of just like uh, adulthood, adulting, right? Mm. You know, 20s, I'm like, it was a blur. Like, I had yeah. money and yeah. and, I, and I thought I was invincible, you know? And yeah, it's, see, and that's, I th- it's exactly what it was. I feel like, and it kind of depends on the age of our kids too, right? Like, my kids are just a little bit older than yours. So I feel like for Chris and I, our 30s are pretty, like, they're no well they're they're awesome though like our 20 our early our late 20s so our three boys our three oldest boys are two and a half years apart Mm -hmm. and i remember when you and jackie came to visit us at our first little house i don't even think married but like our first yeah we we wasn't our first house but it was our first house with kids and um and yeah so like we had a one-year-old a two-year-old three-year-old two-year-old three-year-old four-year-old like they were so smashed together that those were the years that were a complete we were just surviving oh like yeah. straight up every day just get through the day and survive because it's like i had triplets but not triplets because they were all different ages it was it was insane so but then by our 30s i feel like now our kids besides my ins- insane three-year-old who i would sell to a circus in you know in a, in a minute but my other three are at an ages that are like super fun and they're amazing little humans now so I feel like I love my 30s. 40s could get better, but I feel I feel all right right now. Well, I'm in the middle of my MBA back at Salve right now, so oh, I have a right. feeling. Yeah, so that's I have right. a feeling. You know, com- coming into my 40s. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm just gonna have a lot of different life changes. Exi- kind of 
I'm going to do a different pivot. So I'm in that pivot that you're talking about right now where I took a step back right before lockdown happens. I changed jobs and I changed it from a high powered account executive position in sales to an operations position, which now commissions are gone. Like a third of my income just kind of went out the door and I was a hundred percent okay with it. Uh, cause I had to pivot in my life and say, yep. I need to spend time, more time with my kids. Cause guess what? You're not going to have this time when I they're know. three and two ever again. Or four no, and two, I know. Ever and it, again. and it, and it is crazy. And I, but I, I, we say that about our kids now, like our 10 year old, we only have eight more years and he's not even going to be in the house anymore. You're going to have four when he doesn't even want to talk to you guys anymore. I, I know. <laughs> I, well, I know. And that's the thing. Yeah. Like not even just physically be here, but there's already times where he's like, I'm just going to go listen to music. I'm like, I'm sorry. What? I'm like, what are you doing? I'm like, can wait, I what? Can I listen? The mom. Can I come? Can I, <laughs> I, like, can I hang uh, out? Wait, wait a second. Yeah. I'm like, wait, what? Where are you going? Don't you want to like hang out in the kitchen with me? Like, we'll listen to songs together. And he's like, no. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm so yeah. The and they're 10. Too. I'm like, what? this is, this is crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I totally agree that as young parents, we need to take time because it is a never coming it's never coming back we'll never ever get it back and i know right. that that but i also want to be real about that because i remember hearing that as a young mom just like living in spit up and you know not having showered in days and just again just surviving and i remember being like shut up like i can't even get through the day do not tell me that i'm going to miss this and so i want to be real about the fact that like it is really hard being yeah. a parent of young babies and toddlers is very, very hard, time consuming, brain consuming. And so I want emotional. like that. Yes. Emotional. Like <laughs> I want to be very, that's some of the stuff that I want to make sure gets out there too. But so, like, sorry to burst everyone's bubble, it gets easier, but it, it actually doesn't get easier. You, it just, it just gets different. Like they're physically able to take care of themselves a lot more, which mm-hmm. is amazing but you're still emotionally involved so much in their in their life my my oldest is um really into his traveling sports two out of four of my boys well i don't know about my three-year-old but really really competitive sports players and that's fine and i and i love that and chris loves that too but sports is is insane it is way different than it was when we were little If you want to play on the best teams, you have to play all year round and the time commitments are crazy. Yeah. And it gets to the point where I'm like, you're, no one is going to play in the MLB. Like, (laughs) I love you all. I know that Oscar wants to play for the Yankees and that's a fabulous dream of his. And I hope he works his ass off to get to anything he wants. And I would never tell achieve your goal. Yeah. Yeah, I would never ever tell him that he's not going to a Yankee player, but I just am not sure he's going to be a Yankee player. So I also want him to do other things in his life. Right. Sure. And, but I think that the, there's so much more to playing sports than actually physically hitting the baseball or catching a whatever line drive. Whatever. I don't know all the terminology, right? But <laughs> sounds right to me. You're selling it. You're, you're... I'm learning so much as I'm watching all these flipping baseball games. But um I feel like as parents, we have just as hard of a job to teach them the ethics around playing sports 
as their coaches do to actually teach them how to hit the ball or whatever. And yeah, so how, well, how important is that? Like, do you, like a coach, like, you know, it's funny. I don't remember any of my childhood coaches. Funny. Right. That's so interesting. Yeah. Because they, they were just parents. Like to me that yeah. you could tell that this was just a, an activity. Now yeah. you're it's talking way, in the nineties, like nineties like where yeah. yeah, sports are not the same. Yeah. And I never played high level travel, mm -hmm. AAU yeah. or any type of, you know, I, I think I talked to Chris a couple of weeks ago and he was like, Hey man, I'm going to St. Louis. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah. you're out of your mind. Like my yeah, dad would, my dad just wouldn't do that. You know what I mean? Like right. and, and and thing, again, he did, yeah. a, he did many things. I'm not, I'm not right. saying it just For wasn't sure. available to me, I guess. No, no. And but, I think that if it wasn't, we definitely make choices. I mean, if Oscar, Oscar wants to be on this traveling team, it is a big commitment for our family because we have three other children who want to do sports and activities. Yeah. I also make it important that Oscar plays the guitar and he has practice every week and he, um, you know, is into robotics. And so like I, all, what I care about is that they stay well-rounded mm -hmm. and we are very particular about the organizations that we choose to involve our kids in because they are, um, they teach more than the skills of a ball player. They teach, there's an organization called MASH that's here for baseball. And they are these incredible group of former ball players that hang their hat on the integrity and the sportsmanship and the leadership. They don't create baseball players. They create leaders. Nice. And those, so those are organizations that didn't exist when we were kids. Right. It was all backyard ball. And there's for sure something to be said about, about that piece as well. Mm -hmm. But in a competitive youth sports space, I think that um, you have to look for the organizations that are going to create good humans if you're going to spend that much time with them mm -hmm. and not just good baseball players, hockey players, football players, whatever. Yeah, because so. still on that team, you would imagine that if there's 15 kids, there's still only like three leaders probably on the for team. For sure. For sure. And they're still just guys that are like, yeah. yeah, no, I understand the concepts of what you're trying to say. It's just, I, that's not me. Right. Right. Whereas as, when I was growing up, there was probably one. Cause that was kind of that, how the, yeah, you know, hierarchy went, you know, yeah. on a team and that was yeah. kind of it, you know, and then yeah. it, it kind of followed all the way through middle school, high school, and then college. It just, <laughs> we're all, you know, cause I played two years of football at Salve everyone on that team was all state or all conference. We were all, yeah. and we were only D three and we weren't very good. It's just, yeah. once you get past high school, it's like, guess what? We're all good. Right. You're, you're, you can right. be a big fish in a small pond yeah. and that's fine. Yeah. But and Chris, Chris this, says that all the time. He's like, Rachel, they're 10. Like, it's not going to matter until they're 16. And I'm like, that's fine. That's why I don't really care about the actual playing of the game right now. I care about the people that they're surrounding themselves with and the community that we're building Mm -hmm. with them. And I think that that is incredibly important in youth sports. And, you know, it, it, kind of going back to what some of the stuff I'm working on is my audience is mothers, right? Oh, yeah. Women, young women, new mothers, mothers who have kids my age and, and beyond. And I speak a lot to how we, how we have the power as mothers and the energy to, um, transition ourselves to find our creativity again to to listen to our souls and our spirits as we make decisions for ourselves and for our families but i think it's important that 
while we are doing this, we communicate those things with our kids too, Mm -hmm. because it teaches them to listen to their guts, listen to their, um, if, if they see us react to, let's say the dinner burning, the dog pukes on the ground and everybody is late for school, right? If they see our reactions to those things, they, then that becomes their reactions to their situations in their own life. Mm -hmm. And so I try to share really tangible ways to communicate that with not only in our own souls, but communicate it with our kids. So like, yeah, I am a loud mother. I am a intense mother, people might say, and, and that's okay. So like, I need to use those as part of my strength for them. So like, if I'm angry and frustrated, like I will say to my kids, like, I'm super frustrated right now. I'm not going to, I'm not going to hide. Yeah. I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm not going to hide those feelings for my kids because I want them to be able to say when they're frustrated, I want them to be able to say, I'm really frustrated. Mm-hmm. And then they will learn to express and have those emotions and be okay with, with having them. And I think that that is something that can transcend from generation to generation, I think is so important as mothers that we recognize that we are not perfect and we don't, we also don't have to be. And I think that our kids will then grow up to see that their parents are not perfect. And so they don't have to be either. Sure. And I think that that's really important. Yeah. And with all that, and because it's social media and you have these outlets, you create this network, you create this environment. Yeah. Now you have other collaborations of mothers yeah. from all over the world or the U.S. or from mm-hmm. Texas or mm-hmm. wherever they may be in this world and just saying, hey, here's here's what I do on that. And that's yeah. exactly the dialogue mm-hmm. you said. Yes, I welcome that. Yeah. Please share your thoughts. Yeah. Because you said before the show, even, you know, when we talked last week, you're like, please, you know, I, I you know, I talked to Jackie. He's like, is there anything you want to hear yeah. that, that Rachel would like to say? Because I, I took what she was just like, no, I just can't wait for the show. You know, I was like, all uh, right, thanks. I know. She's you such know? a doll. I know. So she, she's like, I, 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 you're putting me on the spot. I, I don't really know. And it's like, no, it's fine. <laughs> but Rachel's kind of, you know, she asked the right questions. Be like, this is a give and take. So I'm just not yeah. this person on a platform of Instagram or Facebook or whatever it be, I want you to dialogue back. That makes more sense to me. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like we are all, as parents, we are all in this, we are in the shit together and we are in the glory together. And it is, that is what it is. It is like the highs and the lows. And I just, I feel like after this past year, it was such an abrupt realization for for me as a mother and a human to be like, wait a minute, like if I want my kids to know better and do better, then I need to start teaching them how, you know, to do better and to be better for themselves and for their communities and for the world. And they're not too, they're not too young to hear that stuff. Maybe some things, but they're not too young to hear the majority of them, you know, and, and to understand how to, treat each other and treat themselves and be okay with change and transition and imperfection and anxiety and body image and things like that, that are not the easiest of things to talk about. But if you talk about them, then it makes it a hell of a lot easier because you know, you're not alone. Now, do you, do you have those opportunities, those aha moments where it's kind of like as an adult, looking back at when you were a kid and how your parents were and you're just like, Oh shit, that's where I got it. Yeah, you know, for like sure. My dad's impatient. You know, he's impatient. Yeah. So yeah. I, that that came down. 
and then yeah. it became like a nervous tick and then it became like just mm -hmm. this thing that i'm like now it's cringeworthy of like just being impatient if you're at a restaurant or yeah. waiting in line uh and and then now i have this other little human you know next to me yes mimicking yes. my oh my god scenario. i know like, I don't know yeah. if you, if I did this back in college as well, but every time I talked on the phone, cell phones were still a thing, <laughs> everybody, <laughs> when we were in college. Flip phone and Pretty sure I had a flip phone. Flip phone. Oh, yeah. And Pretty sure I had a flip phone. Yep. We were lucky to get ones that actually had color. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know and I don't even oh know if God. texting was like just becoming no, a thing. No, I know. T9 like, word, man. T9 actually, word. You, yeah, you, we actually <laughs> talked on the phone. Yeah. Or we would and, just... We, or we would just show up at each other's houses. We actually right. wouldn't talk on the phone that much, I don't think. No, I don't think we did. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine technology now? We probably wouldn't oh, even right. see each other. Anyway, I know, sad. So but yeah. if I get on the phone, I go walking, right? I'm a yeah. pacer, and, and yes, that's part I of my I do remember that about and you. I don't know if I was doing that also. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. So my son does that now. So when he is oh, in this tangent and he's got yeah. a story or he wants, he'll just walk around the kitchen table a hundred times. Yeah. And I'm, and I look at it and I'm like, oh my God, like I mirror, mm -hmm. it's mirroring me. And that's yeah. where what yeah. you're saying is parents like, yeah, you mm -hmm. are the model. Like For you sure. are. So it's, it's, we're also, you know, educating you to say, be careful. You know, yeah. if, if you want to, if you want them to mimic, they, they will, you know, yeah. and it's like, and they will, and it's sometimes they'll pick up bad habits, but that's okay too. And it's I just think one of those things that you, as a parent or a per, you know, a human, just be kind be aware of, because if they see somebody sure. else do it, they won't mimic it as much. Yeah. They'll mimic you or Chris or Jackie or me. So yeah. when you yell or get angry or Jackie or me or whatever, it, it, it's like, it's kind of a double-edged sword. Right. Because <laughs> it's right. like in the moment, you're just like, I don't know why I did that. It just, I just how I, how I remember it. But again, up, Jay, or... you can, you can say that like not our kids there. I think there's a fine line between being like, uh, you know, right and wrong as a parent and telling your kid whether or not you are right or wrong. But apologizing is a huge thing that I think parents can do to their kids for their kids is to apologize because it teaches mm -hmm. them to do the same and that their reactions might not have been what it, what it should be. And now here's the thing. I think that I'm a believer that we are 50% what we are and 50% what we do with it. So to go back and say that our parents did this, our society did that and turned us into this and you know, whatever is only 50% of it. The other 50% is what we do with. And, and I think that I don't, I would hate to put more pressure on parents. We have enough pressure on ourselves to do the good thing all the time for ourselves and for our kids. But, but I think that we can, there, there's a line between understanding where, where we got some of the traits that we have and then how do we turn those and continue to educate ourselves or be kind to ourselves about how we maybe change some of those things. Mm -hmm. For me, it was at the, toward the end of the summer, maybe mid-summer last year, where my anxiety and when my anxiety is really high, I become like really controlling of my my inner of my circle, usually of my mm -hmm. family, like nitpicking the boys, like, oh my God, clean up that. Oh, and pick up that. And and then we gotta do this. And then we have to go there. Constant, constant, mm -hmm. just like my like actually clenched. My heart, my shoulders just feel tight. And and that's how it was for a couple of weeks. And then all of a sudden 
I was listening to the boys have a conversation with each other and they started doing the same thing to each other. And mm. that was my, one of my many aha moments of, yeah. of motherhood. But one of them where I was like, Whoa, wait a minute. Like that was a big one that I was like, this is not how I want them to treat the world. This is not how I want to treat them. That's mm-hmm. not fair or okay. And so we sat down and had a conversation about it. And, and I, immediately made some changes to our lives and to how I dealt with those things. And those are things that I think that I'll always have to work on, you know, my anxiety and feeling the need and the, to control because I am scared. Mm -hmm. Um, But I want my boys to learn with me as I learn how to cope with some of those things so that they can also learn to cope with some of those things and deal with things in a more positive way than we perhaps did. Because our parents were, had a different generation of they were right. like, they were like, zip it and move yeah. forward. Yeah. Cover, and cover it with a blanket or <laughs> yeah, put, it, and, put it on the rug. Yeah. And sometimes that works in, in certain situations. And I don't want to say that our parents didn't do the best that they knew how, because I think we can say, you know, at least the four of our parents, our four mm-hmm. parents did that and still mm-hmm. do when we need their advice and things like that. But I think our generation is way, way, way different than, yeah. than theirs was. Oh yeah. E- even if you, you know, mental health is kind of a big thing yeah. too, even as adults yeah. and, 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 uh, you know, that, like I said, that's part of my pivot where it's just, uh, the anxiety, the stresses you'd bring mm-hmm. home from work and then you, sure. you're, you're missing out and then you're spending too much time at work or whatever it may be Yeah. to, to chase a dollar to chase a monetary thing where love right. doesn't cost anything. So, yeah. and you're not going to ever get, you know, have that opportunity back. So it was funny that, you know, with the whole mental health thing, it's like in my generation or previous, you know, my parents mm-hmm. or whatever. I mean, even as a 35 year old, I, I went and seeked some therapy in, in, in some forms and fashion. And I'm completely okay with it because I've yeah. learned so much from it yeah. uh, just about me. And it's like, yeah. there was a situation that kind of parlays into what you were saying where those anxieties going out yeah. to dinner with your kids and, yeah. and feeling like the eyes are on you and you're being judged at those tables, these things were coming out. And, yeah. and he was like, well, why is that? Like what, you know, c- you know, keep exploring that. And I'm like, all right. He's like, well, what if, you know, your kids being goofy, Rather than you be anxious about it, you be goofy with them. Yeah. So it kind of, the kid <laughs> then sees it as, oh, you're playing with me. You're not telling me to shh and, and wait. Time. And because and, and, I'm worried about outside right. matters. Right. External things. Yeah. Right. So, and he would tell me this. And, and I tried to do this from here on out. Now, when my kid's just like throwing a fork, I'll throw mine. Yeah. <laughs> like, so now the, the, so the parent is just now, now, you know what I mean? Like now that other table is now looking at me instead of like, oh man, that's a bad kid. It's just like, what a oh, fun wow, parent. Like what a fun parent. And not only that, Jay, but like, I think we all have these anxieties. They're external. It's how we feel yeah. judged. Yep. Yes. Judged as parents. And I think that even just that example is huge is huge for our children to see what what is important. And no, I'm I'm I'll never advocate like naughty behavior or being, you know, assholes to each other while they're playing wiffle ball, but yeah. I will the minute I join in, when I put down like whatever I'm doing in the garden or whatever yard work I'm doing and I put it down, I'm like, "All right, I'm up next." Yeah, they forget. It's like, "Oh, mom's yeah. playing." Oh, okay. Like, "All right, game on." Yeah. 
And um, I'll stop. I'll stop. I'll stop hitting Oscar with a bat. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Whatever, you know. For real. For real. And it like it just it immediately changes the conversation. It changes their brains from from one thing to the next. My grandmother told me once that when her kids were young, she would sit them in a corner, you know, because you know for timeout or whatever, and then she would slowly drip droplets of water on their head. And I'm like, wait, I'm sorry, you did what? And she's like, it would just like three or four little droplets on their head because it would stop them from thinking how like about stop them from whining. They would forget what they were even there for. It would, they would forget about their tantrum and it would completely calm them down and then they could move on with their day. And I think it's the same as, you know, a distraction method. Yeah, exactly. And it's the same as with adults, like in with anxiety, all of a sudden, when you're sitting at that table at that restaurant, you're all of a sudden not worried about you as the father are not worried about what the next table is thinking of you. You are have eye to eye connection with your son playing a game that he might not remember right now, but you will. Yeah. And that's far more important than someone judging you in the next table for whatever they're judging you for. Yeah. Hey, I love and, that. And, and it was, yeah, it was one of those things. He said it and I was just like, oh, all right. Yeah. And now when you're waiting in line or what, it could be any situation, any point, yeah. just instead of responding back. Right. Not, it doesn't even have to be negative. Yeah. Just a response. Go along. Right. Don't respond. Just go along. Right. I think that, that, that's probably it's the best true. term. Don't yeah. respond, just go along. And then oh, then God, it diffuses even the uh I'm, I'm gonna put that on a shirt and I'm gonna sell it. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, really. So, and 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 that's kind of all it was. And yeah. so for all those parents that I, I I would love for the listener, take one of those examples, like you know what yeah. I mean, and just do it because yeah. it was like, you know, I learned it through this method and it helped me because I needed that. I needed some of that help at that time. Yeah. Uh, I think we just had our second. My work situation was yeah. awful. I needed something I needed, you know, and I, I remember, and this is, this is where us as parents, like, and this is where I can then high five my parents to be like, yeah. see, you created this. And this is what our society is now that it's okay. Right. Whereas maybe 20, right. 30 years ago, it's right. kind of it not have, like, not at yeah. not, like, yeah, let's absolutely. hide it under the rug where yeah. now it's like, no, 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 I I'm happy to expose it here. I'm on my podcast. I don't care. Right. It doesn't make me any right. less actually, you know, in my opinion, makes me more because yeah. you know, it's like, it's, it's okay to go talk to somebody. And then sometimes it's not my wife. I want to do it with, and she understands. She's like, yeah, cause that's not my, that's not my role. Yeah. Yeah. My absolutely. role is to support you and say, I hope it works. Like, I think, thank I you. think it all comes down to letting go of the fear. Yeah. And, and I think that as parents, you know, I teach my boys, I try to teach them because they are so hard on themselves in sports specifically. They want to be perfect. They want to get every goal. They want to get hit, get every hit, whatever the mm -hmm. case is. And it's teaching them, it's teaching them to put themselves out there, even though they're, they're, they might fail. And the fear of putting themselves out there is what stops a lot of us from going to therapy, talking about our anxieties, talking about our the things we're not that great at as parents and finding a, and then, it, but then when, once you release it, it's so much better than having to hold it in. Cause when you hold it in, when you hold in your fear, then that is what creates this controlled anxiety that just eats away at every part of your life, your professional life, your 
your partner, your life with your partner, your life with your kids and your life with your friends. And then when you release it, it all of a sudden becomes like this space that you're just like, I don't give a fuck what anybody has to say about me. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm doing. And then, and I hope my boys have that same confidence in themselves as they, as they grow up. And that's, that's all I can, that's all I hope for them and their yeah. peers and your kids, you know, yeah. that we're able to put ourselves out there enough as adults in their life that take risks and share failures with them. I want them to see my failures just as much as I want them to see my successes because they're going to have them. And I want them to know what to do with it when they grow up. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, it, it, and it's, it's part of the, the therapy, the therapy that I had is like what, you know, he, he, you know, asked me to highlight some of the things or some of the goals that I had in my life and what I wanted mm-hmm. to do. And it kind of wrapped around a couple, couple concepts of, you know, some of that anxiety from judgment and maybe yeah. also there was a monetary thing. And like Ooh, I already mentioned yeah. in the show is like, yeah. the, I'm chasing after something, which is could create that fear of failure that, yep. that if I don't attain or the, it, or the um, expectation of success in one, one way, right? Yes, Cause exactly. that's what we all grew up. There's one way to be successful. Correct. Right? And it's, and it's, yeah. it's, it's by those factors. And and mm-hmm. that's where I was like, you know what? I have uh, a beautiful home, beautiful children, beautiful wife. Yeah. Uh, health is good. Um, my family. You know, and, and then I just started, you know, writing all the things down. I'm like, holy crap, actually it's pretty, pretty good. So here I'm coming on this platform and saying, you know what, then what, what am I actually chasing? You know, like, yeah. it's like, I have all these things yeah. and it's you've already totally become, okay. yes, you've already yeah. become. So it's yeah. like, it's just because it's not as big or as elaborate or, yeah. but there's other things that can be that way. Like mm-hmm. my genuine uh, relationship or with friends or yeah. loved ones, my wife, you know, having a more different success in that relationship uh, other yeah. than just, oh, two kids. Is that success? is for you know like is that the success right. probably not right and that, yeah it, but it became a thing because you know right. it, it's a, it that's still a monumental challenging task to, yep. to, to create yep. it to have it to to commit to it and then once it does you know the baby then does arrive now you have to be a nurturer of it and yeah. it's just like holy yeah. crap this cycle it is mind boggling you know or it yeah. just it, it is pressure that gets yeah. put on you again mm-hmm. and you're just like now i have to balance this and mm-hmm. i think i'm doing you know that's where i judge i think i'm doing fine <laughs> you know like, yeah that's and it's yeah. like i think i am it's, it's like other people can judge and then and then that's where i you know with, you know with with mental health yep. you just and say i don't care right. <laughs> you know like right if 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 anyone listens to this show and gets that one thing out of what you say or one thing out of what I say to, to, to us, we, we now succeeded, you know, yeah. to say, you know, next time your kid throws a fork at a restaurant, don't freak out, <laughs> just go along with it, have fun with it, you know, yeah. you know, cause you're, you're, you're creating a safe space for the kid. But again, if he throws some meatballs at the people next to you, well, you have to leave. Reprim- you know, then you have to just go. <laughs> you gotta you know, go. There's, there's, like you said, there's always a limit, but you can still yeah. pick and choose when it is time to reprimand and when it is time yeah. to just have fun, let it go, and, and, and I, enjoy. Yeah, just and and sharing with our kids more. I mean, your kids are a little bit, you know, still young, but and they're not that far away from mine in in terms of age. And I, 
we can communicate with our kids about our journeys and mm -hmm. our lives and take them along on what we're doing, what we're working on, what's important to us, what we value and how we have changed and evolved. Then it shows them, not just tells them, it shows them that that change will always happen and transition will always happen. And teaching them the small things in life that, that they can do for themselves to, to keep stable and to keep centered. Um, and yeah, I mean, like, I, I don't, I definitely don't have all the answers. I wish I could teach my kids how to not care about judgment and not look at the time. I don't know how to, I don't know how to do that yet. And mm -hmm. I think part of that, part of this awakening motherhood project is that experiment of trying these tangible things that I think work for me. I think work for my kids, mm -hmm. but, but I'm just trying them out. I'm just, I'm just seeing if, seeing if this works because I don't think any of us have the parenting answers. I don't think parenting experts have all the parenting answers because every single family is so different. Yeah. And, and I think that's something to value also is the difference in all of us and having empathy for looking at another mother and saying, maybe, maybe her kids are throwing forks. Maybe her kids screaming in the grocery store aisle. Maybe they're not wearing down, any shoes. Get down with them. Yeah. Or maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe they're not wearing any it. shoes and they have, you know, snot and the whole thing. Instead of looking right. at that mother and saying like, get your shit together. Maybe look at her and be like, you know what? I have been there too. And I've been that struggling mother or I know what that might feel like. And I think acknowledging that we are all in this together is is a very powerful movement that I think mm -hmm. more people need to be behind. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Cause guess what? We all, we all do it. I bet, yeah. you know, you know, it's, Absolutely. You, you walk in, in, in a target or whatever and, yeah. and you see the kids going down the toy aisle and, you know, even with Jackie, with the kids in there, like we, you know, she tries to avoid it. Oh my God. Just, I know. It's just one of, cause it's one of those things that you're like, you, cause you don't want to create that anxiety uh, or yes. somebody watching or whatever it may be. I'm the same way where it's like, I avoid yeah. things to say mm, yeah. just cause I, I don't want them to ask and me to have to say no yeah. to on top yeah. of it. Yeah. So, right. <laughs> like you oh gotta God. find the a different toy, route. The to toy, okay. My new thing is there has to be a playground at every baseball field. So I want to go to the baseball field to watch baseball. I do mm -hmm. not want to go to watch my three-year-old play at the park. Call me, a, call me a terrible mother. I don't really care. I don't want to go play at a park when my kids are playing baseball. So I'm not sure why they have to build playgrounds on baseball fields. Like <laughs> I really wish they were just very separate things Yeah. because it's a constant negotiation with my I have to like line him up with snacks and sandwiches and monster truck so that he like stays in the vicinity of where I am. Yeah. Because I want to be able to avoid that ridiculous confrontation with a toddler. Yeah. Essentially. Oh yeah. So you know, so Camille's two and, and Andreas is four. So we go yeah. to this park right down the street. Yeah. So Andreas is can now play by himself. Yeah. Yeah. And, right. Which, now, as one parent, when we go two parents, it's it's better, right? Because now one again, you're still oh always, Marquardt. I've been you're, you're still forever. I've been outnumbered for ten years. <laughs> so, at least when there was, you know, if there's two, the problem with Camille is that she loves a swing. You know that. Oh and, God, yes. And, and doesn't oh. and doesn't want to get out. 
so here I am for an hour. It could oh be, my God, it, it could be the whole it, time. Yeah. And and you literally have, and I'm okay. And I'll play and I'm oh, great. For you, Mark. But it's, but say, yeah, same with Jackie. She's like, I don't want to go to the park. It's no. Kind of what Vito. you're saying. I want to go to a park that has no swings. Yeah. You know, or something. <laughs> She's just like, go play. Right. You know what? Now I that I think play. about this, I should like just podcast my way through the park situation. <laughs> I never thought, I don't know. Why have I not thought about that before? But like, cause I'm always like, this is a monotonous thing that is getting me nowhere in life. I'm so sorry to tell you, but like pushing a swing is not doing anything for my life right now. <laughs> I need to be far more productive than this. But if I listen to my podcasts, you know. Yeah. Oh, that's I what I do. Put, Dude, like, I, yes. I listen to like four hours of podcasts what? a day. So I, mean, I don't I even do know a, how I, I do I so I do much. that with other things like when I'm, when I'm on a run or when I'm going through the grocery store, I'll put on my podcast. But I never thought until right this moment, like, let's do that while I'm pushing the damn swing forever. Yeah. Let's do that. I'm oh, definitely yeah. Gonna yeah. Try Every that time, next time once they're both strapped into a stroller, the double stroller or oh, whatever. Yeah. And, and oh, I'm I remember pushing, those days, man. I got headphones on. Yes. And, that is when I be, that is when I became a runner. I was not I've all like I've always been into fitness in my adult life, but I never became a runner until I had three under the age of two and a half. And I forced my mother to also become a runner because I had a double stroller and then she would have a single stroller behind me. And I'm like, this is the only way I can strap them in, give mm -hmm. them a snack, put in my headphones and like I you, was you know you're good for 30 minutes. Runner. Yes. <laughs> you're good yes. for a, a short period of yes. time. I could, I could usually get in like four, four and a half miles, which was a lot, which was a oh lot for me God. pushing a double yeah. stroller. Yeah. yeah. I can't do I that. That took me an hour. I was pretty hardcore. <laughs> I, I had to be hardcore because like it was the only way I survived those years of my life. So, yeah. but yeah, man, the double stroller days. Oh yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's, but yeah, definitely swing. We got the podcast going on, but it's, it's like, like I said with Jackie, she's sometimes like, dang it, they have swings. Like she, it's the first thing she looks at. God, I'm and glad I'm funny. not alone in that. Yeah. She, but she found a park that had a swing that the, uh, that the toddler can get into, you know, with the, with the, with, this, oh, with the wraparound. Handy. And can they push them, can they make themselves go back and forth? Because no, but so this swing Ugh. has another seat that sits in front of your child. So that you can swing. Oh, that's cool. So now you're I looking at behind. her yeah. face to face as you swing, and you're not pushing. You're actually getting to do the movement. Yeah. See, you're now I, I could get jump. behind my oh. own swing if I had my own Jackie's swing. He's like, I can yeah. do that all day yeah, long. I, yeah, I could get behind my own swing, but no, no. Yeah, but I, actually, just pushing and you're just standing there. Oh, I was like, this no. <laughs> this is not what I signed up for. This is not parenting. I am not doing this. Yeah. The good thing with that is that when I am by myself with two, you know, Andres is playing. So at least I can see I know. him and then I'm pushing. So it's yeah. kind of like, like, I was like, I guess I, do I'm doing two things else. at once. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm totally multitasking. Yeah. I see sure. you. <laughs> and now then you I... come and say something to me and I'll be like, I, you know, like what? I you know. know? Like, I'm I know. concentrated over here. <laughs> so... Now I just tell my eight year old or my nine year old, I'm like, okay, you guys are in charge of Sonny. Good luck and Godspeed. See you later. Peace. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's what happens when it's the fourth child. It's just yes. sort of a, a free for all. Good for him, man. Sonny's going to be the brutest of them all. I swear to God. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, Camille's already like that way with Cassandra. I bet. Poor, so yes. She's, she's I bet. Always trying to oh, yeah. do whatever the big brother's doing. I know. Uh, so before we talked, there was, I don't know if we really hit on a bunch of the food aspect of what your project's all about. Like yeah. a little bit more into the the cycle of everything that you're into. Yeah. It's not just yeah. 
one thing. It's actually a, a circle of things it that is. connect. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a great way to that's a great way to put it. Actually, I haven't thought about it in that way, but I think that as parents and mothers, we feed our souls, and I think part of that is in addition to all the other you know bigger, heavier things we've been talking about, really around anxiety and things like that, is what we put in our bodies and what we feed not only ourselves, but our little athletes and creative brains that we are, that we have in our homes. And I remember the year that I only had my three older boys. So they were two, three, and four. And we were sick. I swear to God, we were sick with something from September until June to the Mm -hmm. point where I call, I remember calling the pediatrician being like, I think my children have an immune disorder. And she's like, Oh no, no. It's like your first year in preschool and you have all these littles. And it was, it was awful. And I remember getting off the phone with her that day and vowing to myself, I'm like, this will never happen again. I will do everything in my power to make sure that we don't have another year like we just had because mm-hmm. I can't, I can't handle it. So, and we had, at the time we had already known about a few food allergies and sensitivities with my boys um, and with my husband actually. So there were already things that we were like slowly doing, but I went a little crazy on the food situation in in our home and started researching everything I could about food and what Mm -hmm. it did for us and how medicinal it can be and is, and um, how we can use it to fuel our immune system, not only our immune systems, but our brains and their growing brains and our skin and our, um, our gut health and our mood and reduce mm-hmm. anxiety and all these things. And so I really started, and this was nine years ago now, I think. So since then I've been, we, we eat, I would say fairly healthy in our, in our family. But not only that is I share with my boys. Cause like, no, they're like, mom, like, why can't I get McDonald's before my baseball game? I'm like, okay, well, here's the thing. You want to play as an athlete. You want to be an athlete. You want to be a be an athlete in high school or in college, perhaps. Yeah. What do you think they're eating? What do you think Derek, my, my son, Oscar is obsessed with Derek Jeter. What do you think Derek Jeter ate before his games, after his games, whatever. Did he do it all the time? No, I'm sure he had cookies and a hot dog at a ball game and whatever. Absolutely. And so it's all about balance, but I try to share with my kids the why. So like we eat broccoli and here are the vitamins that it has. Here's what flaxseed does for your brain. Here's what oranges do for your gut. Here, you know, on and on and on. And I think yeah. just as we're talking about sharing other things with our kids, I think it's important to share that part of it too. Because yes, will they go through a phase in high school and college where they eat French fries all day, like Col- I did? Yeah, uh-huh. college straight up. Yeah, let's it goes with cream cheese and whatever, a Dunkin' whatever Donuts. Whatever we can get our hands oh, on. The, the yeah. Dunkin' Donuts like extra light large like <laughs> gallons of sugar for sure i did More. that for four years yep yeah, but okay. but i hope that by instilling the information now that they're able to always remember it and always have it in their back pocket for for when they're adults and want to listen to me again but also and, kind of recognize the drag right so yeah if you said, yes so yes, for so sure if you, if you had Oscar and just said, all right, fine, let's go get a burger and, and yeah. fries and then let's go, go play, dude. Yeah. And then go play. And then right. you tell me right after right. how did right. that feel? Mm-hmm. And then they'll say, 
that there's the learning moment, right? There's yes. the and we, drag, and we do especially that. We, as an athlete. You're yes. like, and you don't we want do that, that sometimes. Yeah. We yeah. have a big Just, dairy sure. sensitivity in our house, mostly with my son back and he, but I'm, but because it's not, a, he has severe allergies, but because that is not one of his severe allergies, he's nine and I let him choose. And when he does choose that, he yeah. does not feel good the next day. Right. Yeah. And, and great, that, <laughs> no, no, no. And, and, but, but that's fair because it is that learning moment for him yeah. to be again, aware of his own body and what his own body needs. And that's our job. I don't want to be telling them when they're 24 years old, not to eat dairy. Like yeah. I want them to have figured it out now as kids. Like, here's what my body needs. Here's what makes it feel good or bad. And, and so this is what I need to do in order to feel my best. And I think, um, and that's another, you know, a job of our parents. So I try to share a lot of, via my newsletter, share a lot of really simple recipes that are also really yummy that, um, that have all these ingredients and the, like, okay, here's this, you're making a birthday cake, make black beans, put black beans in that cake. And then my kids think it's amazing that they get cake for breakfast, things like that. And I, um, cause I, it's, it's already hard enough to be a mother and be a parent and try to do all the things. Yeah. But being able to do things that are make small changes that are super easy for our families to instill, um, it helps our health too. You know, my husband's like incredibly healthy now and he loves that because he wasn't Tuna. back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> go, ahead, go ahead and call him out. He'll, he'll admit that. And not that I was either like come on but i think that i hope to live till i'm 100 and i want him to live till he's 100 with me so we're yeah. not it's not just for the kids like we're doing it for ourselves too right and then and, and you, you kind of hit on the head and some of the i obviously follow you on instagram and i i notice things that when you're also cooking guess who's there with you yeah the kids yeah, it's an true, event Jay. it's it's not oh, only sure. just a Hey, here's right. a healthy thing, but guess what? Right. It's an activity we get right. to do together. Now you do another it. learning thing. Yeah, absolutely. And another fun thing. Yeah. And, and then I'm sure you throw on music in the background. It's yeah, a fun absolutely. Event and, it's usually know, not Jack, my. Jackie, it's usually not my musical choice. Someone else always decides. So it's like ACDC or Queen or some all, hardcore rock and fault. roll. Oh, Chris's fault. Daft Punk. Yeah, that totally is Chris's fault. Yeah, it's so funny. So Jackie's big into Dave Matthews band and and Grateful Dead and stuff like that. So she's very similar taste to to Chris. And then me and you are the dancers, right? We we want the club. Yes. I'm like, okay, like Michael Jackson would do, but like, where's Justin Timberlake? And where's, you know, Beyonce? And sometimes I kind of want to dance around the kitchen. Sometimes I I get to to choose. There are days when I'm like, no, no, mom is picking the music now. And, um, and they're fine with it because I want them to see my music too. But, and I can't complain. I love that my kids listen to the music Chris listens to. I love that. He has a really, really cool musical aesthetic and he knows everything about music. So I love that. But sometimes, yeah, I can't handle ACDC at 7am when I'm making eggs. Like I just can't do it. No. way too much God. yeah my kids love uh dirty deeds done dirt cheap and they always ask alexa to play it oh and, and it, no. little camilla too yeah 
she That's can funny. say it. And I would like a video like, of that. Oh man, yeah. Next, yeah. I, I, we got to get it. But uh, we do dance parties. Jackie bought yeah, this, like, we do too. Uh, I love little that little globe that lights up the ceiling with, towards the music. Oh, that's cool. Uh, a lot of Tiesto, uh, mm -hmm. uh, roses. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we, we try to do all of what's coming out today. That's me. I See, find I don't all do that. Any of that? I do like the old school rap. I'm like, mm -hmm. my kids are old enough for Biggie. They're old enough for Jay Z and Eminem and Outkast. Like, come on. Chris yeah. is like, absolutely not. They, there's, way <laughs> too many there's way too many swear words. I'm like, it's fine. They're going to be fine. Yeah. So, no, it's, that's what it's, I try to introduce them to now. Yeah. I'm, and I'm, I'm all about the, the, what's, what's happening today. I know like, you I, are. I still I try to attach know. myself. To I know. What's... See, I so don't. I'm like way back in the day. Yeah. They're, 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 mood is, is a big I don't one. I know what that is. Uh, it, it's, it's. All right. I'll have to look them up. Yeah, it, it's 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 the title of the song. See, I, I can't even tell you because oh, it's, okay, it's funny great. that because Camille learns it, knows its mood. She knows oh, the song. Right. It, it came out about, you know, six months to a year ago. And she just goes, mood. And I'm like, all right, Alexa, <sighs> play mood. So now that Alexa's introduced to our house, it's like our, our fifth family member. Oh, my God. So no, there is a reason I do not have Alexa. There is a very specific. That is the reason I'm like straight up. No, there needs to be no more questions in this house. And there already is. No. Yeah, it's so funny. But the, luckily for us as parents, it's like, hey, Dad, what? Why? Why is an elephant gray? And I'm like, Alexa. <laughs> like, I just, like, good thing yeah. that you're around because I, I mean, I sometimes know. I just make make shit up. But oh god, most, all most, the time. Most, They're like, what's seven hundred and twenty three times forty eight? I'm well now. I'm like Oscar, and Oscar can do it in his head, and and I'm like, great because I would just totally have guessed. Or like, they're doing long division. Emil, my second grader. Long division. I don't know how to do long division. I'm like, what is, why are we doing this again? Oh my God. So it, it, pivot here. Yeah. Cause I'm in my MBA program and I'm doing yeah. an operations class and I have to do forecasting and I'm looking at, uh, all mean cosine it's calculus. And I'm looking God, at the, the no. my assignment. And I'm like, I don't know how to do any of this stuff anymore. <laughs> no. I'm like, I'm not going to do great in this assignment. Wait until your kids get into elementary school. You are you will uh, learn very how much we actually did not retain no, from third grade, or don't know anything. Yeah. No. Wait. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Like that show? Yeah. I mean, like, for that's really, it's like my, my name life the capitals out. of all the states. I'm like, oh god. Um. Uh. Yeah. No. Can't. Do I it. could. I could do it. It's just it wouldn't. Chris be can fast. do that stuff, and Chris can yeah. name all the presidents. Yeah. I, nope. Nope. Mm -mm. My brain does not work that way. <laughs> and I don't care. I also don't care. Yeah, but I can't exactly. tell my kids. Yeah, the same way. Like she's like, I don't know. I don't like. Right. I'm like, I can't. But I'm sitting there doing the homework. I'm be like, this is nonsense. Like I can't tell them that. Be like, long division doesn't really matter. But you know. <laughs> you know, to be to be honest, all of it does. It's it's literally a structural thing. And then it, uh, I know because once you get into the real world, it's like, all right, none of this actually means I know, anything. But I can't tell them that. <laughs> Like we have to like no. spelling, like they, they need to know how to spell, but even when, you know, do they know how to spell because, or do they be need right... to know? Cause now they're going to type everything. Right. And it'll correct That's what I mean. Anyway, I so. know. They're just going to be really dumb when they get older, if they don't know how to spell. So yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. You can't read a sign. I don't know. It's yeah. uh We'll, we'll, we'll see, right? Time we'll, will we'll tell on yeah, all we'll, that. We'll, we'll, we'll take, we'll take it as it comes. All I know right now is that I'm struggling with long division and remembering all the presidents. Well, and then so, there's like core math. Like, isn't there a whole new math that? Oh yeah, like, and like how they actually learn it. Yeah, yeah. No. It's my my friend uh, who has uh, older kids, kind of thirteen and 
nine or whatever, yeah. 14 and nine, whatever. Oh, yeah. My age, uh, just had kids a little bit earlier than both mm -hmm. of us, but, uh, mm -hmm. he would tell me about, Oh, just wait for this. Wait for that. He's always my predator. You know, he's always telling me, just yes, wait. which I appreciate. I have a couple girlfriends that have all boys in there just that much ahead of me. And I'm constantly asking them questions mm -hmm. and I think that's good. And I'm so grateful for them because I'm like, what do I expect? What's happening next? You know, like I need to pre mentally prepare myself for what's coming. So like, what do I have to know next? You yeah. know, and they're like, you actually don't want to know. I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, it just ask, it just ask Chris what's going to come next. He'll, he'll, I, he'll know. Oh, We're all, I know. Boys. I know. I don't want, I don't want to know. That's when I'm like, I'm doing the parenting now. You can do yeah. it. You're in high school. Oh. Because I'm not going to stay up late. I'm not dealing with any of that. So Jack, Jack's on the same uh, yeah. wavelength of that. She's like, you can handle from this point on. Yes, I know. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, especially Thanks. with boys, especially with the boys. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's and it's a different world, you know, as as our kids go off to college and are it, it's very different than what it looked like for us. And I hope. I I hope in, in some ways that they do better than than we did and they know better and that we teach them better than you know than than we knew. But also like our parents did the best that they could in preparing us for college, but like they didn't know that much. College was different. My parents didn't go to college away from home. No, they lived and, at home. And you right? and you mentioned to me when we had a conversation about how when you went to college like did Larry, I forgot your mom's name. Joe. Joe. Yeah. Did they, Good memory. I, I'm curious about how, oh yeah, it's big bad Larry. How, how, yeah. how do you, how do you forget about <laughs> yeah. that? Oh so it, your parents came to visit, they met yeah. us, they yeah. met us, us boys. And mm -hmm. were they relieved? Were they like, okay, this seems like a good core. Seems like, like normal. Good. You're, you're yeah. in a safe spot here. Yeah. Uh, I don't, you know, I don't, I'm always, they never, yeah, and especially because you have a daughter, but, you know, they they never vocalized anything to me except for there was one time that it was our freshman year and um, a good girlfriend of mine and I were in, we went to a party and, and, and I think like also preparing your kids to have good, a good head on their shoulders. I never mm -hmm. went to a party without another friend. I never left a party alone. So mm -hmm. But we were, we went to a party and it was kind of further away. I think it was in um, like over the bridge, that whatever town that was right over the bridge. And they, and we immediately, both of us didn't feel comfortable. And so, but some guy had driven us there and he was like, well, I'm not leaving. And so we got a cab, which, I mean, there weren't Ubers then or anything like that. And so right. I got a cab, but the cab I think was like a hundred dollars from where we were to get oh, back to campus. Yeah. yeah. And I remember telling my dad, not, I didn't ask him for money if I remember correctly, but I remember telling them that the next day when they called like, Oh, you know, how was your night or whatever? And I told him like what we did. And he sent, uh, he sent us a hundred dollar check. My dad did. And oh, cool. I think it was like things like that, that my parents rewarded the good head on shoulders. And did I do a lot of things that I hope my children don't do in college? Hell yeah, sure did. And do I regret them? No, they made me who I am. No, and, no. and, and I, so I think that the way that I talked about you boys are brothers who lived next door, essentially. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think that the way I talked about you guys made my parents very comfortable with 
what our support we had. And you guys were our brothers. You guys walked us home from parties mm-hmm. and felt safe with you guys. We felt, um, you guys came over when your door wasn't yeah, closing. Yes. Yes. Stayed the night Absolutely. It, we all, yeah. Stuff like that. Happened. Like we yeah. were, a, we were a family and I can only hope for my boys that they find that same camaraderie um, wherever, wherever they end up. And we helped each other survive and we had so much fun doing it. Yeah. Well, so. and then, and then we had those times where we'd go shopping together. Yes. Oh my Food God. We, or, did, we or, got or, groceries. We had family dinner every Sunday correct. night. We tried so to instill fam- some of these values yeah. at home yes. and we were all Absolutely. like from the same spot that we're all Absolutely. like, yeah, this is normal to us. Yeah. So and I think that this. again, it's all coming back to the communication that you have with you parents or you you have with your kids because i would tell my parents where we have family dinner my parents were like okay they knew exactly who i meant they knew yeah. exactly what that meant and then they felt comfortable with like okay you're going to jay's house in mm-hmm. you know wherever whatever whatever christmas we like all went to your house yeah um like your real house with your parents and so my parents were like yeah that's cool like we've heard of him for years like we know that group of friends great yeah. So I think it's all about the communication that if you open that up with your kids, then, then it transcends into, to your, their realities and feel feeling comfortable about you going off into the world. Yeah. I think that's huge. Uh, well, and, and, and I, you know, and, and, and this is not to knock on any of the other girls in your house, but your parents were always, they, because they were so far away when they traveled, yeah. they stayed. Yeah. And they, true. They kind of planted themselves as, that's true. these people yeah and, and my parents were kind of the same I, way i was gonna well, say you your kind parents of knew, did the same thing yeah, yeah so you kind of knew and they would you know who these people were and, and again it's and now it goes back to our parents midwest values whatever it yeah, was for sure that this you could tell and it's, that and it's, it's personalities that. it's personalities of my parents i mean like you guys remember my father whether it was from college <laughs> or from our wedding or from you know beyond but like yeah he has no problem jumping right in there and being a part of being a part of the community that his kids are like a part of spades. And yeah, that's right. Lights all night. I'm, I'm pretty sure that he still says like that. He beat you in shuffleboard and that you happy about it. I find <laughs> him that this is you that I'm podcasting with right now. He's going to be like, yeah, I beat him in shuffleboard. <laughs> like, God. Okay, great guys. Thank you. Yeah. I, I pro- uh, uh, probably didn't love it at the time. No, but, uh... You for sure did not. I bet no, you did not. Pro- That's probably something that, yeah. Right. Exactly. Respect, man. Ah, uh, the good IA, <laughs> man. That place I is know. awesome. I know. I don't yeah. even think that place is there. It's not. It wasn't there the last time we we all, which had to have had to be more than five years ago that we were all there for something. And I think it was even gone then. Yeah, we were all there for like our ten year yeah, or whatever. Something like uh, that. Uh two thousand fifteen ish probably sounds about yeah. right. Because Jackie yeah. was there with me and I think I remember your uh cheese and yep. Shaw and Yep. Yep. Yeah. Not so nice. I don't yeah, that's not there. Yeah. But but the time before that I remember going Yes. And it was, and yes. it was just like totally different because uh-huh. I just remember that place as being just a cloud of smoke because <laughs> that was back in the day. When it, we was, it was, it was where we would man. go at the, at, it would be like our, the place we would go at the very end sometimes. Oh yeah. Oh, we, I don't know. We're, we weren't idea. really big bar people anyway. You no. guys were still pretty, you know, on the young yeah. side, you guys were yeah. getting to 21 until later. Yeah, that's and- true. Yeah. And we, we yeah. did all that the year before. So right. that it was, we always felt bad that it was like, man, we like to stay in and that's what we did. 
And we always felt bad that you guys should go out. You should. I but you know, but Jay, even looking at my life now, I would wait. Like I don't even much like rather to, have stayed. Right. I am like I would rather stay and play cards. Like that's that's what we do with our friends now. We oh my play God. cards. We sit on the porch. We drink wine and hang out. Like even now, if we had a cho- like if I had a choice right now, like oh Rachel, you have a Saturday with no kids. You and Chris decide what to do. We would not go to the bars. No. Get our group of friends go play cards or go hang out at somebody's house and drink. So like that has not changed. That was our personality. Yeah. And it and is we, now. We, we, we had the perfect setup. Yeah, we know, did and, for and, sure. And it, and it was a uh, <laughs> nice, nice table. Uh, it was, it was, it was, it was really, it really worked out for our, uh, our benefits well, to, we to, need, ha- we to need be the, the place to come on over. And, and we need and, to like facilitate a trip now. Kids or no kids. I don't care. Maybe not kids. It'd probably be better if we didn't. <laughs> yeah. Or, get, or that would ground us more if the kids. Yeah, were I was going to say there. it would be a very, very different trip if we did children. Yes. But, yeah. Yep. All right. So let's wrap. Let's wrap this up. It's uh, yeah. we're about uh, almost hour and fifteen. Yeah. Any other thing that you want to plug or talk about that we missed or? I don't. I mean, I'm, I love that we've gotten to chat, and I love that. I wish we could do this all the time. Um, and no, I mean. Please follow my newsletter, and I want to hear from your listeners too, and what what they feel, what they think, what they wish they what what they wish was out in the world more, um, more honesty and more more realism. I think needs to be shared, but but that's really it. No, I just I just want to yeah. share yeah, for all the for all the husbands that listen, all my friends locally. This is the episode. Go ahead and share it with the wife. Let them yeah. get on and, and listen, because I think what Rachel is doing is pretty amazing. Uh, my wife, Jackie, loves what you're doing. So she follows all the time and she's very because she's I feel like you're on the same page anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So she she very much welcomes that. She'll share it. So I, and, and that's yeah. all I implore to all the males on this call or yeah. listen uh, for the podcast to just go ahead and, and share. Just say, hey, Jay actually did one that's more about motherhood. And yeah the yep. the the role of that and the expanding role of that and the evolution uh maybe of that yeah, so for sure uh go ahead and share that obviously whatever links you have go ahead and send them over to me i'm gonna make sure that they're attached so that people will listen you know i'll i'll, I'll post it on facebook and instagram i'm sure i'll do the same to you i'll send it on so that you can do it on yeah. your end yeah I'd love that. um but yeah, generally this this show is sports entertainment. So if if you're sending it to people on your end, uh, Rachel, mm-hmm. that's kind of what our show is about. Uh, we try to plug into some sports and uh, you know you know movies, shows, uh, SNL, whatever whatever's kind of going on in, in that world. We 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 kind of just have banter about. So, but again, we're on the uh, Dorkening uh, Podcast Network, where there are tons of shows. Our, our main sponsor is Deadly Grounds Coffee, a local store out of Connecticut. Uh, go on getdeadly.com for anything over $50. It's free shipping. Um, they're located actually in the southern Connecticut area, kind of near where Chris, is, Chris yeah. lives, the yeah. New Haven area. But um, anyway, like I said, getdeadly.com is, is where you can get those uh, great coffees. The Dorking Network is what we're on. We're going to end that show here. We're at about minute... An hour and 15 minutes, which I think is a good spot. Rachel, it was lovely to have you on. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, love we'll to probably Jackie. do this again. And it's yeah, completely I love it. okay because I, I'd love to see what, what your growth yeah, is like. And, and, and about. 
Yeah, because the funny thing is that James is having his second child in a, in in like cool. three weeks. Yeah, and, and he 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 actually has a boy now. He's going to have a girl, and then his wife actually has two older son, like other sons, mm, okay. uh, older sons who's twelve and five, I think. So oh, now yeah. they have a. Yeah. Like now they have four, four. you know. Yeah, I love that. I'd so love to chat it, with him. Or I, I hope that on, uh, yeah, uh, you know, I'm cool. sure James is going to welcome this podcast and and give it to uh, Genevieve, and she'll uh, hopefully uh, partake in in, in yeah. your project and, and yeah. go to your page and subscribe. And... Yeah, I'd love to chat with her, and best of luck to them in the next yes. few months. All right, Rach. All right. Thanks again. All right. Talk soon. Yep. Bye. Bye.